Sicked Up number 12. Uh, let me introduce myself. My name is Justin DiGiulio. I'm the broker at DiGiulio Group Real Estate. I have Alex and Adam with me who both work at DiGiulio Group Real Estate. I'll let you guys introduce yourself. Alex, you're up first. This is your camera right there. Hey, I'm Alex. That's your camera right there, oh, the camera okay. camera. Hey, I'm Alex. Um, I love working here at DiGiulio Group Real Estate. Uh, I love rock climbing and I, uh, I love showing apartments. All right. Adam, you're up. This is your camera right over here. Hey, everybody. I'm Adam. I think you've probably seen me a couple of times. Don't mistake me for the a bit shorter version of Justin, but uh, it's nice to see everyone again. I hope you all are having a great week, and I don't know about you, but I am so ready for spring after this week. I am so ready for nice warm weather. Yeah, it's been cold as fuck. Yeah. Um, so... What I want to talk about right now is uh, about renter etiquette. When you're living in an apartment style building, you have neighbors that are pretty much up on top of you. Uh, I had company over Sunday afternoon. I started cooking a big dinner. Um, Adam knows this. Adam was invited. That's very Adam true. Was invited. Adam was invited. And uh, it was too much food. So I, you know, I hit up a couple of friends that live nearby. I said, hey, I'm uh, cooking basically... 46 gallons of pasta sauce, some meatballs and sausage, uh, come on by. So, we, were, we wasn't that late, okay? But it was a Sunday evening, and we didn't have any music going. I got quite the sound system in my apartment. I got the Bose surround sound. I got a bass module. It weighs like 50 pounds. The bass module, so my living room wall, it shares the wall to the living room next to me. Right. All right? But the apartment next to me is a studio, so it shares a wall with the living room and the bedroom next to me. Damn. All right. So, uh, but it's on, it's on the opposite wall. It's on my living room wall, the opposite side of the living room, right. which shares a wall with my bedroom. All right. Now, I don't keep the bass up that much. You know, it's, you know, if I'm watching a movie, that's one thing, but I still don't turn it up that much. Um, I notice in my apartment, I can hear the volume outside of my door. It's a metal door. I can hear sound outside my door when I'm over 30% volume. Damn. All right. But if I'm at 30% or so, like, it's not bad. So Adam came over. We had a couple of friends over. The volume was at, like, 30, 35, which actually they're working negative numbers, weird decimal thing, Yamaha, Bose thing. I don't know. So it was less than, it was less than 30%. Probably closer to 20%, to be honest. So, uh, but it was quiet. Yeah, background. Now, we get a knock on the door. I open the door. I'm in the door. It's this guy, about six and a half feet tall. Damn. He's got a security badge on his chest. And I'm like, hey, man, what's up? Now, I've never seen an actual security security person in my building. Rosh, oh, you're not Rosh. Uh, Rosh, you can hear us good, right? Yeah. All right, so I've never seen a security security person in my building. We have a doorman, and then we have a guy at the desk. They're both dressed in suits, not like any, like, branded suits, just dressed in suits standing at the door. Sure. Um, no, we got a live video pause here. Um, this is a real security security guy. So somebody called security at some point. Somebody decided it was the best idea rather than call the apartment to send this guy up there. So the guy comes up and he goes, uh, we got a noise complaint from your apartment. So first thing I do, I close the door behind me and step into the hallway. And I go, okay, do you hear anything? And he goes, no. I said, did you hear anything when you approached the apartment? And he said, no. I said, I don't think the noise complaint's coming from us. And he goes, well, the next door neighbor complained you were making noise. So it wasn't us. He went back down. I mean, I didn't think it was us. You were there. No, I didn't was. think it was us because it, we stood outside the door. It's a metal door. It's not an insulated wall, metal door. Um, 40 minutes later, the doorman shows up at the door. And uh, he's got a noise complaint about your apartment. I just told him the security. It's not us. So the neighbor from the next door apartment comes out. He's like, these guys are playing music too loud. One of the guys from, from, from my house goes into his house. And you could hear very, very, very slightly the of the bass. Right. But, I mean, not even to the, the, the volume that I'm making it right now. I don't know if you hear the... It wasn't even... It was slight. I so, think he practiced these sounds effects. Although at the day yeah, when the door was wish. closed, there is. I <laughs> wish. So, uh, <laughs> but I, well, I didn't think it was that bad. But either way, this leads me on to this thing about etiquette and living in a New York City apartment. Sure. There's a lot of there's a lot of topics I feel like we can talk about in terms of being a neighbor. It was it was before ten o'clock. 
Given it was a Sunday night. Now, I see if it's Sunday, it's midnight, you're playing music, you're having a party. Which we weren't having a party. We just had dinner. Right. All right? Yeah. So, and it was, you know, about 10 o'clock. But my question is, first question right off the bat, on a weeknight, Sunday, Monday through Thursday, how late is too late to be making any audible noise at all? I'm not saying you have to have a fucking bash in your house. What I'm saying is that if you're making noise where your neighbors can hear you, they're teachers, they got children, or, you know, who, who the hell knows who lives next to you in New York City, right? Right. But you share a wall with them, you share a floor with them. What's, what's the cutoff time? Well, growing up in the suburbs, it was always like anything after 11, you can file a noise complaint, from my understanding. Anything after 11? Yeah. And that was, that was like any time, weekend or weekday. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with New York City, it's so... Hold up, Go hold ahead. up, hold up one second. Yeah. You got somebody that wants to be on. Xavier, if you're still watching, I'm going to add you, all right? One second, one second, one second. So we got uh, Xavier wants to be part of this. Hopefully he's got somebody to contribute, all right? Waiting, 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 waiting. If he doesn't join, he doesn't join. Um, so you said 11 o'clock in the suburbs, right? Yeah. As so a neighbor, as a detached house. All right, so now we got Xavier on board. Hey, are you going to contribute or, or what? We're live right now. You're on camera. You're going to be in the YouTube. Are you cool with that? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let me just ask you a quick question. No, real quick. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question real quick. If, 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 if it's a weeknight, Sunday through Thursday, and you have co- company over, how late is too late where you're going to cut that shit off and you're going to quiet the fuck down? 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. You say 10 o'clock? Because Xavier has kids. Say, so Xavier 11. has kids. So you're saying 10. Now, what if I quieted it down but still have people over? I mean, as long as I don't hear you. What if you hear me like a little bit? <laughs> I'm going to complain. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right, bro. I'll, I'll let you go. All right, man. All right. See you. So, uh, so he says 10. You said 11. But you're from the suburbs. Detached housing. Right. Yeah, so... Backyards. Nobody's on top of you. Let's say if it's New York City, I think midnight. Wow. So That's you're getting more. So I'm saying, in my opinion, 11 if you're a detached house, fine. Okay. All right. 10 if you're in New York City because people can hear you. But also the fact that you're in New York City, there's a major variable with neighbors and wall share. And you have to account kind of for the fact that, like, everybody is everybody. Okay. Right? Let's give a timeline. Week... Weekdays, okay. I'm in favor of ten. The way I was raised was more towards eleven, especially growing up in Brooklyn. I mean, nobody ever gave me a noise complaint. I like to play my music pretty damn loud, you know, and I play it We're not way about past your headphones, eleven. Though. We're not talking no, about no, your no. I have huge fucking speakers <laughs> at home, like, yeah, like incredibly high quality speakers, and they're fucking huge. But the point is that um that I play my music well after eleven p.m. And I play it pretty loud, like not too loud, where it's just brazenly disrespectful. But, <laughs> but, but I still play it pretty brazenly. loud, you know. And nobody ever gives me complaints. Okay. I don't know. And but what type of building you live in? I live in a twenty-story building. Twenty-story. What floor yes. are you? Sixteen. Fuck. How many? How many apartments on each floor? Mm. So his building is fucking rocking. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. All right. Um, I'm not sure, man. Now, I'm let me sure. ask you a question. What is your wall made of between you and your neighbor? Not sure. You don't know. If you, if you think it's concrete, though, like if you, if you fucking rock that shit, this is hollow here. Fuck. <laughs> shit just legit fell out of the ceiling. This is hollow. All right. All right. This no, is I don't brick. Think it's this is brick here, maybe behind. Yeah, no, it's a, a layer. I definitely sound. don't think it's, it's hollow. I mean, but I also hear my neighbors. But, I mean, I know my shit between me and my neighbor is not brick. <laughs> I think it's uh, insulated, but I don't think it's brick. Right. I mean, I definitely hear my neighbors. You know what I mean? Like, like if I am, like, say I'm in the bathroom or something, I can hear them talking on the phone. So I can only imagine that they hear my music. You know what I mean? Ooh, good. But so give me a time. You said 11. 11, but I definitely don't turn it off at 11. But okay. During the week? Mm Mm-hmm. 11. 11. During the weekends? about that? 12. That's not that much difference. It's an hour. 
Okay, for me, so for me, it's more like one, two a.m. Okay, so now we're talking music, right? Yes. All right. Or just like, how about loud, how about le hot loud sex? It's a fact. Fa fact of nature. It's a fact of nature. That. People make noise when they have sex. That's true. I bring this up like, because I I had a neighbor. So my the studio next to me complains because I'm loud. All right. This guy's new. He's been there for two weeks. Mm -hmm. The woman before him, she only lived there for six months. She was like 80 years old. She complained every other day. Yeah, she probably didn't even The hear woman it. before her, the girl before her, had sex 45 times a day. <laughs> Damn. The only interaction I had was, her, was listening to her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can only it was some weird shit. But this is, my point is this is New York City. You, you live on top of people. Yeah. Would it have been okay for me to knock on her door and be like, excuse me, hope you didn't climax yet, but I just wanted to ask you to quiet down. Well, that would certainly lead to a really awkward situation. Yeah. I mean, listen, a freight train couldn't stop me, but, you know, that's... But that guy didn't mind, you know, knocking on, on my door the other night at, at 9.45 at night. That's fair. Um... I don't know. And we weren't doing anything supposed to. We were hanging out, playing cards, sitting at the table. I've personally never <laughs> been in a situation like that, but I can give a funny story about something like that, though. Is it a sex story? It was a noise complaint. I don't want to hear the story. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let me ask you a question. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's, let's flip this. Okay. So you're living in an apartment. Mm -hmm. you got to be up early the next day because you've got kids, you get school, you got to work. Let's say you got to be up at some obnoxious hour. Like eight. Okay. So not just right. It's crazy. Um, and then your next door neighbors make a noise. What kind of noise? Noise that you can't sleep. Doesn't matter. Hmm. Doesn't matter if it's sex noise, movie noise, music noise, talking noise. You can't sleep. Well, before I'm just going to go and confront my neighbor and cause a bigger issue, I'm probably just going to like maybe put a pillow over my head or just take you know a pill or something to go to sleep just so I knock out. But if it's like that loud where it's actually keeping me awake, maybe at that point I would knock on the door and be like, bro, like you, you got to you gotta cut it in some shape or form and, and, or at least lower the volume a little bit. I'm right. actually trying to sleep. If it's like a Monday night or a Tuesday night, I'm definitely going to say something. But how do you do that? Do you, you hold it out that night? Because not everybody's super confrontational. Do you hold it out that night write a letter, talk to them the next day? Do you go knock on their door? What's the best thing to do? In that moment. Because, okay, so bear in mind. Okay, let me, let me give a scenario. So I'm at a party. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay. They've quieted down since midnight, but they're still in a party. So you dr drop next door, and you, they're probably a little bit drunk, and then what? Uh, can I ask for who lives here? Mm -hmm. And then once that person comes to the door, I'm either going to be at a point where, like, my frustration level is, like, at a tipping point. So I'm going to maybe be a little edgy because I'm trying to get to sleep. I'm a little frustrated yeah. like any other person would be. I'd be like, bro, you got you to, like, either tell everyone to go home or it's got to go even lower. It's 2 o'clock in the morning in the middle of the week. Like, it, 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 we got to chill. Mm -hmm. And if you're not cool with that, then, like, me dialing 311 is going to do nothing. Well, I think, I think first steps is knocking the door. That's yeah. my Knocking the door. The thing is, if you're if you're going to be ballsy enough to complain about it and, and, and you've got a problem with it, which if, if it's that bad, you should say something. It's not that bad. Like, suck it up. It's New York City. Yeah. But if you're ballsy enough to complain about it, you got to own that shit. All right? And the first thing you got to do before you complain to management, before you call 311, I think, is say something to the neighbor. Yeah. Next step, write them a note. Because maybe they were drunk that night when you talked to them. You write them a note. And then, after two points of contact, then you contact management. And if management doesn't do anything about it, then you contact 311. I think in that order. Well, what's the likelihood management is going to do anything? Well, they probably call. Management called me after this weekend, last weekend. <laughs> and they said, you guys are too loud. I was like, I had the doorman there. He, he couldn't even hear anything outside of my apartment door. Which is completely uninsulated as metal. I, mean, I understand that your walls aren't insulated. But what am I supposed to, you know, live like a hermit crab? What was the reaction? There's, oh, we know it's not insulated. If you could just try to keep it down. It is what it is. It, that sounds like kind of powerless, though, on their end. Like, I don't, that's why I'm asking why... why I, I, think, I, think a lot, I think a lot of it comes down to the fact that people that live in New York City don't really know their neighbors. No. Okay? And that's kind of another topic that I want to bring up is that how well you know your neighbors and... I mean, the thing is, in New York City, you live on top of each other. So I know that, my, you know, my mom came down the first time 
you know, and, and, and bought I just said, I don't know what it was. But she's like in line at the grocery store. She's talking to the people next to her. And I could tell, I, I'm watching. She's talking to people. She's like talking about life. I can see people are getting uncomfortable because she's treating it like she would living in the country that she does. You run into somebody, you haven't seen somebody in the last 14 months because you live in the fucking woods. Right. So you talk to them. But in New York City, people are on top of each other all the time. So, out of respect for everybody's personal space, because you're not going to talk to every single person right. for 40 minutes each, right? No. You just kind of keep to yourself, right? Now, when you live in a, you live in a development, you have a neighbor on one side, on the other side in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. In the suburbs. If you live in a city, you have six neighbors this way, eight neighbors this way, and four neighbors in front of you. You can't be in a personal... I mean, you can... But you're likely not to be. I've been in the same place where I have been living now for six years. Right. I don't really know the neighbors. The lady got off the elevator the other day. She didn't say hi. She just looked down on the ground and walked walked around the corner. I had one guy a few months ago. He introduced himself to me, gave me his name. We exchanged names. Told me his apartment number. After that interaction, I was like, oh, shit. I probably should move or something, right? <laughs> it was a bit too personal, though. That's my point. It was a bit too personal. Now, it was the girl that passed by me walking out of the elevator was a bit too impersonal. So, really, where do you draw these lines with neighbors? How long you lived in your house? A long time? Four years or so. Four years. How long you lived in yours? Three years? Three. Yeah, one or <laughs> third year. I learned mine for six. How long your place before that? Just a year or so. How okay. long? Okay. Um, how many neighbors on your floor can you remember their name? None. For real? None. I don't even know who lives above me or under me or <laughs> next to me. I have no fucking clue. You live in a 20-story building. Yeah. <laughs> and you live on floor 16. Yeah. And and I don't know who lives next door. I don't know. You, I mean, listen, is there a I'm doorman? cool with everyone. Is there a doorman? No. No, okay. Is there a super? Yeah. You know his name? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right. So, uh, Adam, do you know your neighbor's names? Um, I know one of them, but I... She told me her name the first time I met her. I had to help her out with something with management like a year ago. She's a very nice woman, but I haven't had the heart to be like, listen, you told me your name the first time I met you, and I don't remember, and now I just feel embarrassed to ask. Why don't you just break into her mailbox? It's, it's <laughs> terrible. I'm kidding. <laughs> so, so you don't know any of your neighbor's names? Uh, No. Just some, there's a couple of women that smile at me. So, but that's my point. That's my point is that living in New York City, you don't know because out of respect for people's personal space, I feel like. Like if you have two neighbors in your development in in the suburbs, you probably know them. If you live in the country and there's one person that lives a mile away, you probably know them. But the fact that you live with uh, uh, 14 people above you or 13 people above you and, and... however many people below you you don't know these people right you got 11 people above you 13 people whatever could right. it's a lot of people to know everybody and be involved in their business you're taking away from their personal privacy could i make a point mm-hmm. so maybe a bit of a theory maybe i don't know i'd love to hear some input from everybody else too but what if you know as new yorkers we work so much we interact with people all day, six, seven days a week in some cases, or most cases. But maybe by the time they get home, they're just so mentally and physically exhausted that the last thing they want to do is try to like make it more of a community. They're just go to their apartment, cook their dinner, go home, relax, and go to bed. So your apartment is your haven. It's your cave. Right. Your and cave. maybe more people think that way than you, than you would imagine. So I just think personal space is a big issue. Uh, Rosh was talking to me about him sharing keys with his neighbor, and his neighbor sharing keys with him. His wife did it first, and then passed it by him. I was like, what do you think? And he's like, I think that's fucking insane. But like now he's on good terms with the neighbors. And the neighbor came to them first. Would you ever share keys with your neighbor? Oh, hell no! For what? Like, what are you sharing keys for? Well, I'm lucky enough to have a doorman. So if I ever get locked out or somebody comes to my house and I'm not there, like my friend George came down to the city the other day, he wanted to, he drove, wasn't going to park in Midtown where there's no parking. Yeah. So he drove down to the city, parked in my house, no, parked in my house and went, grabbed the key and went up to the apartment, unpacked his stuff and then jumped out of the cab and came down to the office. Okay. 
right? Like, yeah. cool, I was lucky to have the doorman <clears throat> and have George be able to come down. But if you don't have a doorman, what else are you going to do? Hide a key under your fucking carpet? Because <laughs> that's an invitation. People do this. That's, a, that's a, not it. in New York City, though. You're going to put a fake rock in yeah, front of your... Yeah, a fake rock in front of you. Like, this <laughs> is nature. Door. There's no key underneath that year. Yeah, fair. That's right? fair, yeah. And so, what you, what you got, Evan? I would say you could get a lockbox. You could get a lockbox. But where are you going to attach that to? The doorknob. If the doorknob? So every time you go in and out of your apartment, you're going to have to go buy this lockbox. Yeah. Seems a little impractical to me. But depending where you are, if you're one of those side entrances or you're on the first floor past the staircase, you hook up a lockbox. The thing is, having it on your own doorknob 24-7, I'm not crazy about but depending on the location of your apartment, I actually think it's not a bad idea. Yeah. But also a lockbox, when somebody knows that key, yeah. everybody knows a key to get in. The key yeah. to the numbers, right? Um, would you ever share a key with a neighbor? Uh, Three years it, into your building. I think it truly depends on the location, too. Like I, I, <clears throat> Not to say like certain locations have different types of people or maybe more trustworthy, but just depends on your neighborhood and the environment and how well you know sort of the building overall you know like there has been an incident that happened where like some people in my building have had packages stolen in the past in the lobby mm-hmm. packages stolen it's a major like, that's a major thing in new york city having a package stolen especially yeah. now with package room or a concierge or doorman somebody drops a package at your door they drop a package in the lobby and that shit just disappears and to me because like, nobody signs for it right but that right there tells me, I'm like, yeah, no, you know. You don't know who that could be, and I'm certainly not about to trust someone that I've never interacted with, I know nothing about. We could totally have the same interests, but I'm not about to just take that nosedive with all my personal belongings in my apartment and give them access to that. Now, like, I would give maybe you a key to my apartment in case I locked myself out, or like a good friend or a colleague or something like that. That's fine. Or my cleaning lady, but I'm not going to give my key to some strange person well they're not strange after you develop that relationship maybe you cook them a pie or something to be honest with you if a neighbor ever cooked some shit and brought it in my apartment I would never eat that ever why kill them I don't know my neighbors some (laughs) fucking weird shit if that guy that lives next to me in the studio that complains about my noise cooked me some food I'd like check that shit for razor blades (laughs) cyanide (laughs) just so I could report it to the cops but I wouldn't eat it one way or the other like there's no way. <laughs> Following that same logic, I wouldn't share my key with anyone. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So fair enough. So so the key sharing on a neighbor is weird. That's the benefit I will say having a doorman is that you have somebody have the key. If you live in an apartment building, a super, the super, theoretically, like that would be their right, job yeah. to get into your apartment. They should have a key too, in my yeah. opinion. Right. True. Also, true. I mean, it's fucking 2020. So like, you want to have some camera, some ding dong, video doorbell yeah. shit. Like, you should have some extra level of security. At least a camera somewhere on the, on the exterior door, on the inside of the door. Yeah. I think that That's would just be safe. Smart. And then it doesn't protect you from any, it doesn't prevent anything from happening. But if it happens, you can see what happened. And then you get a, you know, appropriate police report. Especially if it's with yeah. your building or the super or something like that. That's a big difference. Um, yeah. All right. So, speaking of supers, though. Tipping supers around the holidays. Tipping supers and doormen around the holidays. Have you ever tipped your super before? I have. You have. On yeah. move in, on holiday, when did you tip your super? Um, on move in, on holiday, you know, like when it's appropriate. When is it's this appropriate. theoretic or is this something you've actually done? No, this is something I've actually done. Okay. Like, like if, if the super's going to come in and install the AC for me mm-hmm. or something like that, mm-hmm. I'm going to tip them 20 bucks or 50 bucks, okay. whatever it is, you know, that right. I feel is appropriate. What if we add Just Adam, to have that good relationship. Adam, how about you? Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I will even tip him on a Sunday night. If something happens in my apartment mm-hmm. and I need it's like an emergency, like I think of Sundays, if I'm going to maybe rest on Sunday evening or something like that, I certainly would expect that anyone else would probably want Sunday evenings to chill out. And if I need him for an emergency, I'll even tip him some cash then because he's going out of his way to handle something last minute. And So let me ask you a question. What's, what's a last minute issue? Uh, let's say your toilet starts leaking. You got a toilet leak. Yeah. Or a plug. More likely a plug in your case. Yeah. So your toilet's overflowing. <laughs> it's a Sunday <laughs> night. Uh, yeah, so you there was a actually brunch. a crack. You a big a, brunch. One time I had a crack Johnny ring in, in, the, in the base of the toilet, so it's actually all this water started flooding out from underneath the toilet, and it was like 10 o'clock on a Sunday. Now, what are you really supposed to do? It's not like I could put a bunch of towels. The water's going to keep coming. 
and there was you know about an inch thick of water that was in my bathroom. Oh so my I got God. my super to come up. He fixed it right away, and I tipped him pretty generously. Did he clean or he fixed it? Cleaned and fixed. How about when you moved in? Did you tip the super? Uh, no, because I didn't meet my super for the first five days that I lived there. Because uh, well, this super was fired, but he was drunk. I think I remember you telling me this. Yeah. Super was an alcoholic. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. He wouldn't help us move in, wouldn't supervise anything, didn't really participate at all in my move in. So mm -hmm. I don't think you deserve a tip if that's how you're going to be, you know? Okay. All right. So, uh, so you had a super that didn't do anything, and you didn't tip him when you moved in? Uh, no. Okay. The yeah. new super, though, I tipped him for the holidays. His name is Carlo. He's a nice guy. Really helpful. And what's a good what's a good tip amount for a super for the holidays? Fifty bucks. Fifty for the holidays. Yeah. Okay. What if you got a few supers? Mm. How many? I don't know. What if there's three three different supers in your building? If you I tip all the same amount. If I've all, if I've interacted with at least all three and I've 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 met them or we've had a situation or a conversation. Right. Possibly fifty bucks. But if I don't know them and I've never met them and I'm reading their name and looking at their face for the first time, so I know some buildings, like full service buildings, will offer like a kind of like, almost like a catalog of. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly what happens in my building. Every every my building and the garage. So there's probably about 30 people that work for me. Like, this is insane. So there's there's like probably eight to 12 doormen depending on the season. And then you have the supers, and then you have the handyman, and then you have... There's a bunch of different titles and different levels of who, who does what for the building. But there's about 30 people that work for my building. Every year, I get a holiday card. And it says, Happy Holidays from your building staff. And it has a headshot of every single person that works for the building. So effectively, the way that I look at it, the way that other residents look at it, is here's a reminder of who you need to tip this year. Right, yeah. That's okay. okay. Now, I think... Fifty dollars in two thousand twelve is a fair amount. Okay. In my opinion, I think I think fifty is a fair. I just think twenty bucks these days buys you like a Snickers and like a Snapple. Where are you shopping? But no, I'm just saying. Like in two thousand twenty, twenty dollars not. It's not gonna get you anywhere. Okay. You know, four people give you twenty bucks. You got eighty bucks. Like you can go to a movie and buy popcorn. Like, okay. shit. That's it. A basic right? movie is like 50, like twenty bucks is not you know is not that much. So, so I think fifty dollars is fair. All right, I yeah. feel I feel a little uncomfortable tipping somebody in two thousand twenty less than fifty bucks. I live really? in a decent building, you know, so I, I don't want to shortchange anybody. I'm not like going to tip somebody two hundred bucks or a hundred bucks. It's not a luxury building. It's not a you know right. like I'm not rolling in money that I'm going to tip people like a decent chunk of change, going vacation type of money. But I think 50 is fair. Yeah, right? Even if you have but three supers? There's about 30 people in a building. And that's my point. Is that I, it reaches a certain point where 50 times 30 people right. is three grand. It's too much. Right? Three grand, 1,500 yeah, bucks. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, my bad. Either way, it's a lot of money. Yeah, it is. So I don't feel like... For people you don't even know. So here's what I do, though. <laughs> Is I tip the people that I've interacted with over the last year. That's then okay. that's right. What I, yeah. what I do is I make a holiday you. card. I make a holiday card for each and every person. I put a little cash in there and I carry them on me. Luckily, it's holidays, so I can have a jacket and I keep you know four or five cards in the jacket. When I see them, I do it discreetly because I don't want somebody that, you know that, like you know I haven't I don't even know if I know your name and I've seen you over the last year or so. I think that's fair enough. If I don't know who you are, this is my opinion. Because bear in mind, there's a lot of people that keep the building running that, that you I don't, don't see. I don't want to shit on them, right? Like, and that's my issue, and that's why I'm bringing this up because I feel like it's fair. Somebody's helped me. They, you know, they came, they picked up, you know, uh, the Christmas tree from my apartment. Like we have people that come, they give you a giant plastic bag, they put over the Christmas tree, they tie it at the bottom, they tie it at the top, and they carry the tree out, no needles, which is insane, right? This is fucking awesome, right? Now, that person, in my opinion, deserves a tip. Yeah, Holiday tip, 50 bucks. Right? Yeah. I think that's fair. But, you know, when somebody doesn't really participate or get engaged and help me at all, presumably they're helping other people? And those people are tipping them? I don't know. 
I would, I, you know, I'd love people on social media to contribute to the conversation. I'd love people, you know, post edit on YouTube to contribute to the conversation. Uh, I, you know, this is my opinion. A lot of people have written articles on this. I think twenty to fifty dollars is fair. I think anything less than twenty is not fair. I think a card, not exactly fair. I think at the very least, you cook fucking forty-eight cookies and that you was give everybody four cookies at, at the holidays. Everybody four or six cookies. I think that's reasonably fair. But I think doing nothing or giving an empty-handed card with no cash in it, I think is is not fair. My but I also is, think that look, doing nothing thing is kind of My thing is this. People. I'm going to tip the super. Like, if there are multiple supers, I'm going to tip the super who actually serviced me. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Who I actually called and needed help with. Mm-hmm. And they provided that help. If you're my super and I never called you and I never needed you for anything, why should I tip you? Okay, fair enough. That's my attitude. Like, if you actually service me, I'll totally tip you. You know what I mean? But, like, if I don't even know you and you never needed to go out of your way to help me, why should I tip you? Todd, that's you. Welcome, Todd, to the podcast. Todd, you want to introduce yourself? You're looking at this red camera over here. How you doing? My name is Todd Braithwaite, real estate agent at the Julio Group. All right, that's it. And what are your thoughts on tipping? My thoughts on tipping... Uh, so let me ask you a quick, you live in a doorman building, a building with a super, you live in a high rise, uh, a well, low I rise? Well, I grew up in a doorman building. Okay. Um, building with a super, we had about three supers, Dave, Dave Jose, and Leor, Leroy actually is his name. Um, the one I grew up dealing up with the most would be Jose and Leroy, mm-hmm. and those are the ones I would see, you know, like my grandmother actually do things for at the holidays. I agree that if I have not dealt with you, like you said, if I have not dealt with you, or you haven't helped me actively fix any issues in my time of this year to having to do the holiday mm-hmm. thing, I'm not obligated to tip you because we don't have a relationship. What am I tipping you for? Thank you for working here? Right. No. That's my sentiment. I'll exactly. tip you for like Adam said. If I can call you at 10 o'clock and I know that my super's reliable and holy crap, my whole apartment's flooding, I'm going to tip you. You know what I'm saying? Because I know that I can rely on you. But if I don't know you and then I you want me to tip you and I can't even call you at 1030, I don't even think to call you because I don't know you. So why am I giving you money? That's my thought. But then I also lived in a building where my super was there and I knew his name. Mm-hmm. And for example, I lived on Hart Street in Bed-Stuy. Nice little building. Veterans building, actually. And um, we had a super there, but he would take his sweet time. I actually had a leak in my bathroom where my toilet had the same thing. My mm-hmm. O-ring went bad. Yeah, and which is insane. It's That's insane. Dirty, dirty fucking shit. Exactly. It's not cool. It's like, not it's at not all. It's not cool on any, any stretch. Let me, let me ask another question. Uh, summertime, you got to install an AC. Now, I've installed ACs before in my apartment um, only when I had access to the outside window. So whether there was a, you know, you're not supposed to install if it's your only fire escape window. Mm-hmm. But some fire escapes have two windows that lead to the fire escape. So, right. like, you can put it in one, and that's your fire safe, yeah. fire legal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I haven't saw it there. I haven't saw it when I'm on the first floor. but And I couldn't install it any other window any other time. But yes. liability reasons. If I have to install a fire escape, and I'm on the 8th floor, the 15th floor, the 5th floor, whatever it might be, yeah. and there's no kind of, I don't have the ability to go around the other side of it, I don't want to do it. You know why? Because if that shit drops out and crushes somebody, you don't want you to already shouldn't have I don't it want to be liable. It's a liability. Right. So, and this is what I tell my clients all the time when we have renters. If you go to install an AC, call a super, give them 50 bucks. 100%. Right? And you can buy a decent AC unit for a room for 100 bucks yeah. in the summertime. I yeah. mean, a good, a good AC unit is like 400 bucks, 200 bucks, depending on the size of the room. But like if you have a bedroom, queen size bedroom in New York City, a hundred bucks you can get uh, PC Richards or Home Depot, you can get a good good sale. Yeah. PC uh, Richards you might get it for seventy nine dollars. Yeah, exactly. So less than a hundred bucks plus fifty bucks to super to install it, you gotta carry that, that home. Oh, right. that's fun. But I think way. I think yeah, no, I uh, <laughs> I remember <laughs> living in Astoria and I was dating somebody, I had to carry her uh, her AC unit back from Home Depot. Like like seventeen blocks. No delivery service. Yeah, but this is back in the day. Oh, for the delivery service. service. No, you got to do shit in your own. Man. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we had to carry that AC, you know, you know a weight and a half. Cut cut your fingers in the front end of the no, grill too. No, it was in too. a box. Yeah. In a box. Oh. But uh, but I think fifty bucks is super for AC is reasonable. 
So I'm going to double down on that. Would you agree with me? Everybody agree. agrees. 50 bucks yeah, is super yeah. installed AC. Cool. All right. Definitely. So when you move in, super gives you keys. He does a walkthrough. Maybe you have an issue or two. Maybe a cabinet door doesn't fully align. He comes in, he pop pop with the electric screwdriver and good and you're good to go. Yeah. You tip the super? Yeah. Yes. How much? 20 to 40. Yeah. No, Depending I'm on how capping much work needs 20. to be done. Okay. Here's my thought. I was thinking in, in, in advance of the podcast, you tip the super. Yes. And then I was thinking, but wait a second. This is your first interaction with the super. Right. Are you setting a standard? Yes. That if this guy does work for you, you're going to give him money. Yes, I'm not just going to yeah. tip you because you gave me my keys, bro. I just paid to get the apartment. I paid for my keys. Okay. I would not tip the super on the first walkthrough. No? Even if no. he straightens out your cabinets and stuff for you? No. Why is that? Because that's before I've even settled in into a home that I established for myself. And that walkthrough that we establish with clients is for them to do that before they actually begin their moving in process. I mean, that's like last minute cleanup work that should have been done. If you're, what if, what if the majority job. of people in the building are tipping the super? So now you don't tip the super. So you think you're cool because you don't think it's worth anything. But now you are no longer a priority for that super. So when you have an issue, he doesn't answer the phone. He doesn't save your number. First time that phone rings, he doesn't answer. Or maybe he knows your number. He knows which apartment you are. He doesn't answer when the, when the phone rings because he knows who you are. He's going to let you wait. Back burner. You're on the back burner. And then when I finally do get that meeting Were with him or one-on-one. Were you complaining to the manager? No, when, no, I do get, no. when I do get that one-on-one with him and then going forward, I will tip him. And this happened with but my the last whole tip, and everything was fine. tip is to ensure promptness, which oddly it's done after the fact, which I've always thought, like when I'm at a bar or a restaurant and I order a drink right at the bat, I always leave a solid tip. Offer it. Yeah. So that they serve you for the rest like of the night. If I'm in the probably. money, I'll, it'll be 10 or 20 bucks. If it's a normal night, first tip is always five bucks, no matter, you know, it, it, even if I just get a $6 beer or something. It's always, it's always, if not, it's, it's always too much money for the first drink. After that, I'll do two bucks, a, a, you know, a rip or, or whatever. You or, I'll, or I'll open a tab and it'll be 15, 18%. But, but the, if I'm tipping in cash, first one is always more. Why? Because now he's going to be like, oh, okay, tip me one. I do the same thing. Whether he forgets about me or not, I have the, you know, at least I have that going for me, yeah. right? So if you're moving in and you start off on a bad foot, which it sounds like what you're telling us it is, you don't tip him right off the bat, you'll tip him down the line if he does something. What we're saying is he's less likely to do something down the line. Yeah. I don't think so, because when I first moved into my first place... <clears throat> which ironically I'm not for everyone listening at home. Um, that's how Justin and I met. I didn't tip the super initially. There was a, like a minor thing or two in the bathroom that needed to be fixed or that wasn't installed properly. So he came right up before I moved any of my stuff in and he fixed it right away. No, no harm, no fail. Uh, next thing I know is I asked to be put up on the buzzer. Um, he forgot. I had to go down one more time and ask him and then I threw him 20 bucks. And then... That was it. But I never tipped on the initial thing to fix that was not installed correctly initially from him. Right. Like, that, like that's, not, that's not on me. I shouldn't be tipping you to do your job twice. All right. So you're just going to throw out there. Right. I think, I, in, you know, in analyzing what we were going to talk about for this podcast, okay. tipping a super right off the bat when you move in, there's really no issues. No. There's no issues with that. No. I feel but, like that's personal choice. But a six-pack of beer, a cigar... Some a bottle of wine, some type of. I'm new to the building. Thank you for in advance for your care of me. Moving okay. forward is a really good idea. Yeah, I think the monetary. I, I actually think you're really setting a standard that's bad. That uh, you're always going to bottle pay of me. wine, six pack of beer, couple of cigars, something along those lines. Brilliant, in my opinion. But the fifty bucks cash, the twenty bucks, twenty bucks cash. I think in 2020 is insulting. I'm sorry. The, I remember growing up, for $10, you could get you, you could almost fill up your gas tank, sure. all right? Growing up. Now, when I first started driving, 10 bucks would almost fill up your gas tank, all right? Now, 56 bucks 16. if you got a couple of gallons in the tank, all right? So, now my point is 20 bucks back in the day, different type of thing. <clears throat> $50 now is a new $10 then. I agree with the that. The problem is not everybody has the 200 bucks where the 50 bucks is nothing. You know what I'm saying? Hold on a second. Back in the day, you had the 100, so the 10 what? or 20 was nothing. Yeah. Now, you barely have the 100, you barely have the 200, so 50 bucks is something, but it's also not nothing. 
exactly. But hold on a second. But if $20 is almost disrespectful, but a six pack of beer or a 12 pack of beer that only costs you now 12 we're not talking money. bucks. Now we're not talking money. Right, but it still is monetary value. You know what it's I mean? It's like, a gift. It is a gift, but yeah, it costs you, you less than 20. If $20 is disrespectful, but a $15 gift is like awesome, you, then you know like, what? what's you, going look, on look, here? I'll tell you, you what, know? I'll tell you what. You know how much flowers cost? $13 for a fruit bouquet of roses. 13 bucks. I know, trust me, Mary, I buy them. All right, 13 bucks. <laughs> right, but but you, take, you take somebody out to dinner for $140. And they might not even get the same appreciation that you give them you're flowers. Not, because you gotta eat, people gotta eat. But nobody eats fucking flowers. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Nobody eats flowers, but you gotta eat. True. Alright, so you gotta eat for 140 bucks, you gotta eat for 30 bucks. Same shit. Different right. tablecloth. That's a fact. Also, the $20, he's gonna do something else. He's gonna end up wiping his nose with that. But you give him a, a, a six pack of beer. He's gonna appreciate it. Because he's gonna get off a hard day's work. He's gonna go home. He's gonna sit down. He's gonna crack open that cold beer that you gave him at the beginning of his shift that he's been looking forward to. What is 20 shift. bucks by you? If I gave you 20 bucks right now, what are you doing with it? Like legit, I give you twenty bucks. You have I'm twenty mean, in your pocket. You go back know. to Brooklyn. What are you doing with that shit? I'm probably spending it on food. Are you? Yeah. Are you actually even appreciating <laughs> the twenty bucks? Are you actually even appreciating? I do. I do no, no, appreciate. No. I appreciate that just as much as I would appreciate a twelve pack of beer. Because guess what? I don't even like beer. But the point is <laughs> that like. That's why. What that, do you like? What do you like? Uh, whiskey. I don't know. Vodka. Yeah. Sure. But we. How much is weed? Yeah, I do well, like you give me How $20. Much? I didn't know I could say that on here, but you give me $20 and I have $20. You just bought my smoke for the night. Look, the way I see right. it, man. But let me ask you a question. Let like, me ask you a question. If I give you $20 and you buy and you buy a Metro card for five stops, right? What is 20 bucks? Like five yeah, stops. Yeah, five stops. Just about. Right? Actually, That's not even. Not, three and a half. Because you've got to do it anyways. All right. If I give you, I don't I know anything about weed. If I give you like a six bud tackle. <laughs> All right. So if he gave you a quarter. Alright, so I give, you a, I give you a quarter. What is that, a quarter of gram? Quarter, no, quarter of seven grams. Alright, quarter, a quarter of, of seven grams. So if I give you one fourth of seven, alright. For all those listening at home, Justin's not quite familiar with the link. I'm not a yeah. I'm not a so, so it would be a dub. Okay. Yeah, it's a dub yes. of weed. So, yes. so, but I give you seven, and it's like, cool, I'm good. I'm gonna go home and enjoy the fuck out of this. Yeah. Right? You're gonna go home and enjoy that shit, right? Yeah, sure. You're not gonna enjoy twenty bucks of fucking subway tokens. No, <laughs> like that's I not a even thing, use man. Them shits. It's just like I'm good. He he got that for me. Well, I'm good behind you, behind you, back pocket type of shit. Not like I got this. Like here, I can't wait to do it. I can't wait to smoke it. Right. And I'm gonna I, enjoy. I get that what shit. you're saying, but like, I guess I guess it comes back to like the idea of. Let gifts. me answer a question. You so go like, home. You want to get high. Do you just do it in the subway while you're fucking walking? Or you no. go somewhere reasonably well, private, you get to unwind, yeah. smoke a little bit, and chill the fuck out. Yeah, right? sure. I try how to how often are you fucking chilling when you're fucking swabbing your subway car and sitting on a train? Not and too often. And buying subway, to Not subway too often. points. Never. Never. Unless you're high as you fuck before. But at the end of the day, if somebody's giving me a <laughs> gift, okay. but they're giving me a I can tell you haven't taken a train gift. in a while. I take the train. Look. I can tell you when I'm taking the train, I'm not chilling. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want the coronavirus. All right. All right. I guess, I right? guess, look, man. I, I'm not chilling. If I was a big uh, pot smoker, I would enjoy the fuck out of every puff of that. Yeah. All right? So the thing is, in my opinion, fucking tangent, tangent, long story short, if you're going to do something like that, first, first thing when you're meeting at Super, a gift I think is better. Okay. A gift is appreciated. Later on, cash is expected. But if you start that interaction with cash, he's expecting all right. cash. It's expected that it's gonna be cash. M moving on forward, Here's especially if you, especially if you give a good gift. If you give fifty or hundred bucks right off the rip, that's expected. That's expected from you moving forward. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And this is the last thing I want to bring up, uh, unless anybody else has got anything. Vanda, you got anything to be added? You got anything you want to talk about? Well, I just want to clarify that the gift, like, when it comes to gifts, like, if somebody's giving me a gift for my birthday, right, and they want to spend $100, right, and they're like, they have the choice of getting me some Bose headphones or something and just giving me the cash value to get those myself and they're like hey man i just didn't know which kind you want you know um i don't know just do whatever you want with it get those headphones or if you want spend it on whatever else you want to me it's like 
Okay, awesome. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it just as much as I would appreciate if they got me the gift to begin with. No, man, you got bills. You got bills. You got you got you got to throw eighty five bucks down towards your cell phone. I got bills. Exactly. That's to my point. I got bills, so like maybe I'll take that every month. Every month when you every month when you every month towards something more important. Every month when you use that cell phone, you're going to appreciate that person? No. But every month when you use those headphones, you're going to appreciate that person. Every day you use those headphones. Every day you use those headphones. That's how gifts work. So I agree where you're coming from. I I totally see where you're coming from, that the cash is more versatile than the gift. But I will tell you, you appreciate the giver. I, I you appreciate the giver less when it's cash. When it's a gift that's always in your face. I got, I got one more thing I want to talk about, <laughs> and uh, I don't want to get too racial on this. All right, I was hoping maybe Yaya or somebody would be involved it's in the conversation. I'm right here. But, but, yeah, <laughs> so here's what I want to talk about. Just cooking food when you're living in an apartment building. Because we're no in fish. New York City. No we're, fish. Although I've had the argument the last, I've had the argument four or five times in the last two weeks. All, the, all of a sudden, it's a brand new year. Everybody thinks they're healthy motherfuckers. They want to eat fucking salmon. They want to eat salmon and fucking halibut and fucking white snapper. Blah. That's fine. Either way, either way, the whole fucking office, all 500 square feet, smells so goddamn bad. Fish you can't cook in an office. What, what, when you live in a house, I think it's okay to cook fish. Sorry, Adam, what are you going to say? What I'm talking about is living in an apartment building, and you've got eight people on that floor. So the one testament for the office, just a real quick point, I don't care how much fish you want to cook or broil or throw in that microwave that looks absolutely gross. I would never put food in there. But more importantly, you could do that, but if you're not going to buy any kind of, like, cleaning device or, like, Lysol or Glade or something that alleviates the smell for everybody else, then don't bother to cook your damn fish in the (laughs) office. I know all of you are listening at home. All right, but at home, but at home, you get eight people, you get sixteen people, you get four people that live in the I don't care. Eat some damn meat or some chicken. What do you? What do you? What do you? What's out? What's outlawed? I feel like strong smells, and I'll give you an example. This is why I'm so adamant about it. You know, I just moved into a new apartment this year. I did not know that. I lived down well last year. When I first came, I was moving in Brooklyn, but uh, now I'm on the bottom. I have a duplex, first two floors. I agree with you. Now, when my upstairs neighbor mm-hmm. decides that he wants to make his Aki and saltfish mm-hmm. or his rockfish and grits, whatever he wants to make. Where is he from? I'm just curious. I don't want to be oh, too racial. Live, but well, I no. I live in Brooklyn. Yeah. I live in but Bed-Stuy, Crown Heights. Food. We're all Caribbean over there. I don't mind smelling Aki and saltfish. I don't mind eating if Aki and saltfish. Some. If you get some, yeah. You feel me? But if I'm not eating Aki and saltfish or I'm not eating any fish, why... Then do I, who live in a duplex and only connection to you is my upstairs, why am I smelling your Aki and saltfish in my kitchen while I'm trying to food, you know, my food and I'm two floors under you? You're just cooking that pasta with butter and salt. Yeah, it's like certain smells that you know travel. (laughs) You should at least have the courtesy that if you're going to fix that. Cover your door so it doesn't. You know, Cover ev- the door. Co- put a towel under the door or something so that the smell really? doesn't permeate through the whole floor. So you're saying that's a real thing. You're thinking put a towel under the door. Yes. That's something that you would do. Yes. That's when I cook that something, that's something. This old lady's the one when I lived in a doorman building that I told mm-hmm. you about. It was old lady. She watched me grow up. She actually came down one day. I was cooking mm-hmm. Aki and saltfish. It was I know. Aki and saltfish. What is Aki and saltfish for the people on the camera? It's a West Indian look, dish. Look at the red it's, camera. Look at the red camera. It's a Jamaican dish. It smells really crazy while you prepare it, but when it's done, oh my God, it's amazing. It's, so what type of fish is it? It's a saltfish. Saltfish. Yes. That's what you call it. And what is what's the other part? Aki. Which is what? It's like a, like a not a bread, but it's a starch. What is it, a potato? It's like a potato, yes. Like I don't potato. know, and I eat a lot of... Uh, I don't know exactly what an Aki is. I've never seen an actual Aki. <laughs> you understand? But <laughs> You know what it is. But I know that it's a starch. and um, I, But it's not from my island. I'm Bayesian. Aki and saltfish is a Jamaican thing. So, um, you know, I've eaten it, but it's a really strong smell. Mm-hmm. And everybody don't eat that, Justin. You know what I'm saying? Everybody doesn't even... Some people don't even like the smell of fish. 
So why then would you be inconsiderate to flood your whole floor with the smell of fish? So what are you going to do? Stuff a towel under your front door? Yeah. The same way that if I was to do some other thing, I would stuff a towel so you, I don't inconvenience you. But there's also something you can get that can go under your both sides of your door. It's the little sleeve thing, right? Exactly. I, I don't, you know, most people you don't buy put those. You the sleeve thing in your door? I have them on under my, or any of my doors that connect to anything else, I have that there. And it also is good just in case, you know, your super, as we were talking about, didn't seal your apartment property properly it ke and didn't put the weather strip at the bottom, mm -hmm. it keeps all the air from flowing into your apartment. Um, well, what, what other smells are, are you so I had uh, I live in a building. We just we redid the full lobby. They redid every hallway, new carpeting in the hallways, See a new light fixtures, new wallpaper. It looks like it looks like a nice hotel, to be honest with you. Well, so your You're, building don't look the same as when I saw not, it. It's totally different. Was that bad? What you said? No, it was amazing. You know what I'm saying? They made it upgrade it. Like, no, I think, I think, I think you came after they did the upgrades. But it's, it, I mean, basically, it looks like a hotel. You get up the elevator, it looks like a hotel. It's wallpaper, light sconces. Oh yeah, yeah, it was car. like that. It's, it is what it is. But I recently had some company over, and I was told she said, uh, "Smells really funky in your hallway. I don't want to leave." <laughs> and I was like. What? I was like, what do you mean smells funky? And she's like, I don't just really like the phone. Now, I was instantly, like, fucking heated and embarrassed as fuck. Because now because you're Because now I'm just stinks. like, holy fuck. My house smells. This is me. This is me. I smell. The house, you identify with your house, right? Yes. So because you know a visitor, and you're like, oh, I'm going to this person's house. It smells like So now like when garbage. she came, the story is I went to see Justin and his house stuck. <laughs> Luckily, she's like, thank God you got so many candles. <laughs> but no, but that's my point. It's like, especially with cultural food you're talking about, again, sawfish, it's like a Jamaican, Caribbean type, uh, type dish. strong. I'm not too familiar with it, but, I'll bring you but I know a lot of, like, please, I know a lot of, cur you know, curry foods and stuff like that smell a lot. I know you eat Chinese food. I know if I, with the I food that we cooked, the Italian food we cooked the other day, that smelled. Somebody cooks like a chicken soup. You that can smells smell good, that the though. The whole fucking floor. Yeah. But, but, you have to be aware of the the neighbor shit. Do you complain about shit that smells bad? No, because at the end of the day, you have uh, to eat. Because it's it's been it's been like three weeks. I smelled this this funky uh, curry type smell in the in the hallways of my building. We may have someone who'd like to join in on this conversation real quick and Ooh. just add a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is he here? Uh, no, he's actually trying to connect right now through uh, live chat. So, oh. we'll try and connect them on here. <laughs> All right, dude. All right. So, can you just introduce yourself real quick? Not that you haven't been on this podcast before. He said, "Let's talk about curry smell." I, I, I didn't hit you up. You, you Somehow you volunteered from my perspective, so. Well, I, I got the message, so I said I'll do it. <laughs> Not for me. <laughs> Not from you. All right, so somebody hit you up. Somebody hit you up as an expert. As an independent what? expert, yeah. you were hit up. We'll, we'll do that playback tape later on that one. <laughs> so honestly, once it's during your close friend, then you're done. You can't go out that day. Mm -hmm. You can't go out that day? <laughs> mm -mm. Not on them close. But let me ask you a question. You, you been, you've been over to my, my place. All right. Do you smell anything in my hallways? Do you smell anything in my apartment? No, nothing that reminds me of home. So. <laughs> <laughs> but now, now uh, you know, now we got some people on the floor. They cook with a lot of curry. They cook with a lot of spice, and, and it's it's getting a little uh, smelly there. I'm trying. Just so you know, I'm trying to sell this condo on 119th Street, and uh, and it smells. It smells. It smells, man. It's a game. Mm. Why? Because you don't want that on your thing? No, I don't want that on my clothes. Alright. So what do we do about it? Is it, is it rude? Or if, if, if you moved down to my, if your mom moved down to my floor and I said like, hey lady, it's kind of, kind of, kind of skanky around here. <laughs> is that reasonable for me to do or is that just culturally insensitive? That's rude. I'd be like, lady, could you just cook spaghetti? <laughs> I don't have exhaust in my building. Well, then you're fucked. I can't say that, right? You can say fuck, yeah. It's okay. Alright, cool. Yeah, if you don't turn on that exhaust, you're pretty much fucked. Yeah. But he's talking about the exhaust if you're cooking. You have to turn on the exhaust over the pot. I don't have exhaust in my house. 
There's no range? Yeah. No, there is, but there's no exhaust. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Just a pilot light. Oh. There's just a light up there. Open That's the right thing to do. You don't complain to the management because then you're a douche. Because at the end of the day, if we're neighbors, we should have at least enough of a neighbor understanding you to go say, to the neighbors "Hey, first, exactly, right? hey, bro, I voice. can smell this under my door. Can you please like open a window or turn on your range? You know, I'm, it's, it's kind of bothering me. Let me Even say, if you have to use the, it's bothering my allergies. Do something. I happen to be allergic to turmeric. <laughs> yeah, some people are allergic to turmeric. You find out it's actually a very big thing right, in the Caribbean. Jump on, jump on the subway. Jump on the subway. We'll 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 catch up later, all right? But I appreciate I appreciate your two cents. See ya, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's the thing. No, nah, but for real, it's a real. It's legit. It's fucking real. Yeah, you don't. The thing with that is, and another example that I can use is, my wife. She's Spanish. All right, hold on, Blue Michael. Tell me what's up, man. What's wrong with this conversation? And when you're ready, <laughs> tell me there's so many things wrong with this conversation. I'm curious because I feel like we're being pretty diplomatic about the situation. Yeah, and you can't really like honestly sensitivity 2020 all of that. I'm man. asking the person watching Andrew and Jack because I really want to know their point of view. And yeah. what he's saying is that. Uh, but you know somebody's cooking in the hallway from you. I, it's rude or racially sensitive to ask them. Which I agree. I actually I think it agree. is. Hey, yo, brother, what's up, man? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up, cause you, I got. We gotta get a camera on you. All right, we gotta we got a camera on you. Uh, oh look, we just got a phone call. I agree with you. I agree with you, man. But do me a favor before 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 we get started. Can you just introduce yourself? Okay. Now, oh, by the way, Spanish and not Puerto Rican. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> is he talking to me? Your, your boy said that. That was weird. No, I said my wife is Spanish. Hit, but better said Hispanic, so, and she's Puerto Rican, which is a type right. of Hispanic. Okay. So, um, about asking someone, I travel all over the world he's not as a he's makeup artist, okay. as a photographer, um, and just because I like to travel, asking another person, it's not about racially. Um, it's not about racism. I believe it's about being having manners. If you do not, I live. I live in Washington Heights. On, you know, I live on the west side of uh, Broadway. You have a lot of people who are from all over the world. Well, that's because we live in New York City. So I'm asking because my issue is that when, yeah, yeah. Is insane. Right? That's the way they cook. I, I know Italian people do it. I, you're Italian. Yeah, yeah, but I like I, I agree with you on this. I agree with you on this. I don't I don't think I mean there are people in the world that don't like the way Italian food smells. Bro, of course. It's fucking garlic and tomato. <laughs> Yeah, right? Fair enough. And, and don't be a baby. I mean, it's like, it's a smell. There's a smell. I mean. But, it's, but that's my point, though, is like, so all of a sudden, all of a sudden, so, so all of a sudden, and I agree with you, because I think it's rude. I think, I, think it, I think it's rude, but I also don't think we need to bring race into it. I just think we need to bring the fact that you, you, got, you got smells in your apartment that are funky, right? So whether it's Indian... It's Dominican, it's Italian, it's Chinese. Like, we're in New York City. We're in New York City. So, like, you and I know better than anybody else. Like, we're not in the fucking country. Like, you know what it's like to live next to five different people that come from five different countries that cook five different types of food. But do you want your clothes to smell like curry? You want your clothes to smell like garlic? You want your clothes to smell like like seafood? Cool. Here, here's my advice. You, can, can I, can I, can I, 
I agree with you. I don't think, I actually, I think it would be so insensitive to walk down the hallway, knock on somebody's door, and be like, your shit stinks. And they're like, and they're like salivating. They're like, we're so fucking hungry. We want to eat this. So here's my, here's my opinion. And you tell me what you think. Before you talk to anybody, you insulate your door. All right? You insulate your door. Like number, number one thing. All right? So no smells are coming into your apartment no matter what. Also get some air filters. All right? Plus, I love candles, man. Like I'm a big, I'm a big fan of candles. So, so I, I like to have candles going to my apartment when I'm home. Also, I, I love fresh air. So, like, I always want to have a fucking window open. So, I think if you got candles, you got a window open. It's none of your goddamn business to go knocking somebody else's door and be like, stop the curry, stop the seafood. Uh, also, uh, I, I, uh, I don't think it is either. It's just smell motivated. What's up, guys? Hello, Mike. It's nice to meet somebody else from Harlem, by the way, man. Uh, up in Washington Heights. Hold up. Hi. All right, brother. We'll catch right. up with you in a little bit. I, I like it. I like his point of view because yeah. I, I really think is like the racial aspect is is, is both it's out of it's it. It's just a smell, and this it's a foreign is, smell issue. So I think if you if you I'll plug say. up your door and you can't smell that shit inside, because I can't smell it inside my apartment. Like we smoke cigar. Don't tell anybody that shit. Don't tell my manager. We smoke cigars inside my. They were little cigars. Just I've been in your house. <laughs> but we smoke cigars inside the apartment. The other day. I, I I last week the end of last week you came home and I was like oh fuck I can still smell cigars in my apartment. Fuck that. Like I wish I never did this shit. I feel bad for my neighbors. I feel bad for fucking everybody. I feel bad for anybody who's kissing me. <laughs> this is what I'll say. Yo, <laughs> two things. <laughs> my wife being Spanish means Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rican is actually a type of Hispanic, and they do speak Spanish and a Spanish I understand, culture. I understand. You just okay. defending Now, secondly, yeah, the issue was not to go down the hallway and tell someone to stop cooking their food. Right. You understand? No, but I think the that I think that would be the is, worst. I, I I brought that that's idea horrible. up as the most as the fucking this end of the spectrum type of yeah, shit. Yeah, that. that's fucking horrible. Who the hell's yeah. gonna go say? Nobody hey, ever. I would never go to my neighbor upstairs and say, "Hey, stop cooking your Jamaican no, cuisine." I'm so fucking okay, embarrassed. I'm smelling so afraid it. to go to my fucking neighbor's. That's as it is. not what I would say. I would not want to be the neighbor. But I would say, says, "Hey, stop bro." Doing. I would not want to be my next door neighbor. So I would, as you know. Yeah. So remember that Sunday where you and I were both here? Yeah. And I ordered chicken wings, and I just felt bad. I'm like, oh, there's like two, three people around the office. I've been here for fucking two and a half, three hours. I'm going to get some food. He's going to smell it. It's going to smell good. So what did I do? When I, did, I, didn't even, I didn't even present the question. He didn't even ask. Food. He just said, hey, bro, I just, get some I wings. I over-ordered the too. chicken wings, and then I was like, the, the wings showed up. I was like, bro, we get the food. Let's, you let's sent eat. me to get it. You said, yeah, hey, bro, yeah. we're eating chicken wings. Uh, yeah, That's like, exactly how that went. It's happening. He said, bro, we're there eating was chicken no wings. Way I was gonna, I, there was no <laughs> way I was going to order that and eat it without, and everybody else could smell the fragrance of the food. Because I just think that's a the polite thing to do, you know? So Is there cool. anything else you guys want to add when it comes to the etiquette of being a neighbor? Being, being you got two things, all right, cool. Being being a good neighbor, you know, not staying up too late, making friends with your neighbor, whatever it happens to be. What do you got? One, I would like to say thank you for having me again. Because I was on yeah, episode glad you, I'm glad you got and involved. I look like a human on episode 12, so thank you. But um, also... I don't know if this goes for every neighborhood, mm-hmm. but I will say this, looking in the camera, the rudest thing that you can do as a neighbor is not man up enough to go knock on someone's door, but you'll be willing to bang on the walls. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> or the ceiling. Or, or the, the ceiling. ceiling with a broom or, or whatever. Ceiling, yeah. If you have an yeah. issue with your neighbor, the best way to have a peaceful coexistence with your neighbor is to have conversations like real people no, like actually so the thing is, now we're, we're just bear in mind that we live in the era of the internet so nobody does this face-to-face no shit. there's this well, I'll, you I'll subliminally shit, well, you insult you on facebook i face shit every day when you got an issue you come to me when she's got an issue she come to me when you got an issue you come to me when you're gonna i deal with the issues face face because you don't want to face him you don't want to face him Everything comes to me. <laughs> what do I do? Most of the time, I just step back and I say, I just let you. I, I realize you guys are going to come face to face at some point. But if you don't address your next door neighbor, if you go to me to talk about him, and you come to me to talk about him, that's we that's got being, Yeah, that's and being, that's what's what, what a lot is going on right now. <laughs> Let's wrap up. 
Uh, half of this is live, half of this is not. I don't, you know, live shit is cool because a lot of people know me. If you're live, you're live. You're paying attention. You're not live. You're never going to hear this shit. You're never going to hear this shit. All right, bro. I uh, appreciate you joining the podcast, Todd. Thank you, uh, you for being a part of this. Adam, I love that sweatshirt. All right. <laughs> don't break a sweat. All right, guys. Let's give a quick last round. Cheers. Todd, right. I'm sorry. You are SOL. A little bit of but Just a tiny bit. Pour a little, a little tiny bit. Yeah. You know, you All right, guys. You're going to finish it anyway. So cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers everybody. Right, cheers. Motherfucker. Enjoy. Cheers. To another happy, good week. Uh, happy uh, Tuesday. Well, Thursday. Keep sipped up. <laughs>